I'm so excited. So I'm actually on my way right now to my tattoo appointment, which I'm super excited for because uh, I'm really jazzed about this tattoo and I'm happy to see my artist and uh, it's always fun getting new work done and I'm so excited. So um, I guess I can use this to kick off this episode. It is Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. The leaves are changing and everything looks wonderful and colorful and beautiful. And I'm starting this episode off in a different way because I started it earlier today and I was not really in the best of moods. It wasn't terrible, but I still was kind of like blah. So I'm glad I get to come in here not in a, with neg a negative energy and I'm glad to bring some positivity into your week. Um, so I hope you're having a good week so far. And yeah, let's get into it. So I actually have, um, I'm actually getting a tattoo today, but I'm also going to go on Friday to have a consultation to see a friend that does tattoos who I haven't seen in a long time. And I actually happened to see him over the summer and I was walking to Martini Room and he seen me walking because I don't drink and drive and he see me walking, he saw me walking and um, he's like, hey, do you want to ride? And like, heck yeah, sure. So it was cool to kind of catch up in like the five minute ride to martini room so um yeah he does tattoos as well and i had been tattooed by him once um and that was kind of it so i actually want him to kind of modify that tattoo because it's been years ago and i didn't really have it's from my daughter one of my daughters and um i just kind of got a tattoo just to get a tattoo for her which now that I'm older, you kind of realize you can sit and marinate on it and you don't have to run right out and get something. Uh, so I want him to kind of change it up a little bit. So I think on Friday I'm going to have uh, a consultation about that, but I probably won't do that until after the holidays because mama want to save her money. And uh, I want to focus on getting the girls stuff instead of spending it on myself, obviously. So, um, which is cool because then I can kind of save up money and I don't have to come out of my pocket so much. So, yeah. Um, but I'm going to go to Famous Retattoo to see the lovely Paige. And uh, I'm getting a hand tattoo of um, a seed of life. If you're not sure what that is, you can go ahead and Google it, but it's basically uh, a form of sacred geometry. And um, it's kind of a lot to explain. And I think I'm gonna come in because I'm almost there. I think I'm gonna come in and do a second segment about what it is, I suppose. That way you guys have a little bit more understanding. Um, but it's like the basis and the form of all life forms. Um, so it's pretty cool. And uh, I decided I was going to get it on my left hand. I originally was going to get it on my right hand and kind of finish up a sleeve. But now I kind of feel like... Now I kind of feel like I want to do a glove on my left hand 
because I don't really have anything on the left arm and I kind of like it like that. So maybe I could do something where it's like, you know, just the left hand from my Depeche Mode tattoo, tattoo which is like uh, maybe four inches above my wrist, down, because I already have the fingers done. And I think she's going to touch that up too, which I'm glad that like, my fingers have kind of healed up because I had like a, not a hangnail, but you know when you get those little shards of skin that kind of like lift up or whatever by the cuticle. Yeah, they had that really bad on the middle finger and it was, I was like, oh my God, I hope that's healed before I get in there. So, um, I've got a new dip powder color from the cosmetology store which I like, it's called Sweater Weather from Jellish. And I started doing the dip because I got tired of paying the salons for something that I can do at home. So now instead of paying 60 bucks every time I wanna get my nails done, I just forked, coughed up um, $100 and now I have three or four dip colors and uh, the kit and then I can buy just like additional colors for like 12 bucks. And yeah, it's pretty good. You know what? My complaint with it is, is like, it's hard because I do hair and I know that the water affects a lot of the result of things on my hand, like my finger tattoos. I think some of them came out more because of the water and my hands are in the water all the time. And, uh... I feel like my nails grow kind of faster because they're in water or so I've heard. Maybe it's a wife's tale, I don't know. But when they grow out, even the dip kind of chips off. And I'm like, this was not supposed to happen, I don't think. Like, this is why I'm avoiding, avoid one of the reasons, like, I chose to do dip instead of regular nail polish. But I think, um... Um... I think that um, I don't know. I think it's fine. Like I think like oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh my god. Oh no. Okay, so that was crazy and crazy sad. So somebody basically just hit a deer. So like the honking and stuff. Okay, so like I'm look over. I'm right in front of the state hospital and um, I see a deer and it's like falling down. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And um, it's like, oh my God. It was like the worst thing I've ever seen he was like stumbling off the road as I was passing them and uh, it's not gonna make it. And they hit the deer and I think the person's okay because I just got off the phone with 911 because I called it in and I was concerned because obviously the deer but also the person inside, like I look in the window and the airbag's deployed and it just looked like there, you know, it wasn't like somebody you know, looking like they're in distress. It's like I couldn't see anything but airbags. And I was like, oh my God, is this person passed out? Are they, you know, whatever? So I was like, fuck, dude. So I just called 911 and um, 
the lady actually I was on the phone with her said that the person who hit the deer is calling called in so so yeah um that was really sad that was really heart-wrenching that really kind of took the wind out of my sins and it's like 448 so it's like it's bright out like it's daylight out you can see so it's weird I guess that that deer was out but also weird I don't know shit happens you know I feel like deer are like my spirit animals so that really hurt or it's something that I aspire to be because they're so like peaceful and I know I've talked about this before but it just really kind of sucked to see that um, so yeah um, wherever you are drive safe if you're driving so this is me just jumping in here because I'm thinking of something and I'm like, I need to say this now because I'm going to forget about it. Um, and of course I already forgot. Oh, so I just want to like remind you guys, like, because I have this problem where I like, well, I overthink things and I think I posted an article or I didn't post it because I was overthinking posting the article for some reason. But it was about overthinking and um, things you can do to stop doing it. Maybe I'll find it. It was in my Apple News uh, app. But basically, um, I got a reminder today that most of the things that you worry about are not... You have no idea how they're going to play out. Like, we like to catastrophize catastrophe does that even make sense we like to like make things worse than than they are and we we like make these huge like embellished like thoughts about like all these terrible things that are going to happen because of something that we did which I could talk more about that even because it's just like obviously we are the we are the center of our own universe but like honestly it's like it's not all about us like not and but the way we think everything is because of us or we did something or you know you know what I mean like but it's not it's like dude it's not everything's about you and so what I'm saying is you know I got a reminder today that it's like most of the stuff you worry about, there's more of a backstory behind that. And usually what you're worried about is not the real reason things are happening. So I bring it up because it can drive you nuts when you're thinking about stuff like that. Like, oh, because I did this, this is happening, or this person's mad at me, or, you know, just shit like that. And it's just like, and I, and I, like, I know I've brought this up, but it's just like, you gotta, like, that's stuff that I usually worry about. And it's like, you have to get to the point where it's like, it's either a couple of things. It's like, yes, this thing is about you. Or no, it's definitely not about you. Or it's like, it like if somebody has issue with you, it is up to that person to address you. and And I definitely have talked about this, like, if somebody can't tell you that there's an issue, then you might as well go on believing that it's not an issue because at some point it's just not something for you to worry about if, if you are not 
given the idea that you're something's wrong. You know what I mean? So like, I guess what I'm saying in a roundabout way, cause I need to walk my dog is like, you can really stop worrying about a lot of stuff that you're worrying about because most of that is not going to happen. And, um, if it is, there's really not much you can do to stop it anyway. And I suppose in that aspect, that is where you can find freedom of your worry. Because really, if that is your fate or destiny or whatever you want to call it, there's nothing you can do to change it. So worrying about it isn't going to help. Um, but then I'm here, like, I feel like there's such like a, like a, contradiction because I do believe in your thoughts become your reality and what you think about comes true. So how does that work? Right? Like, Hmm. But I don't know. Things are already set in motion. Then there's not much you can do about that. I, I don't know. It's late. I just got home from the gym and, uh, I have a good energy from my tattoo session. It really is a vibe because it really just, I love getting tattooed and it just really like has, gives me such like, like a rush. And so like, I've had nothing but all this like positive, like energy flowing through me since I left. And I love my tattoo artist too, because she is just awesome. And it's like, you know, I'm not old, but I feel I'm definitely older than she is like probably by 10 years, I would assume maybe 12. But it's just like, it's just nice to talk to a younger woman because it's like, you know, I talk to younger little women all day long. So you kind of have an idea of what's going on there. But talking to a younger, young woman, it's like, okay, so I see a little bit a world through her eyes a little bit. Obviously there are differences there, but, um, you know, like it's just crazy because it's just like, it's very like, and I'm jealous of it a little bit. I am, but I'm not because I love my life and I love my kids. I love everything about my life and my family. And, um, I just, it's, but what I do love about younger women is that they have totally decided for themselves what they're going to do with their lives. Like, I'm not having kids, or I am, or I'm going to have one, or and that's it, or I'm not getting married, or I am getting married, or I'm just going to sell all my shit and travel the world, and I'm going to like be a tattoo artist or I'm gonna fucking start a company and you know just like I feel like you know my generation got the ball rolling with that with the helps of growing up with the internet you know the more that has blossomed the more um opportunity we have but have had and have still but um younger generations are just like getting like you know, they're taking it further and it's really fun to see. And I'm hopeful and I can't wait to see what my kids do. You know, what, what it's like going to be like to be a woman when they're women and what they're going to do for themselves and just the change in technology and how, how everything's going to be different. But, um, but yeah, like Quinn and I came home from the tattoo and Quinn was like teaching Dylan how to code. 
Like, hell yeah, dude. Like, we need more women in tech. And hell yeah, you should be learning to do this. Because I bet you when you're my age, this is all you're going to be doing. And if you already know how to do it, then you're just going to get... You're just going to have so much more opportunity and understanding. And like... It's funny because we're talking about Facebook and Meta, changing to Meta and all this other shit. And like, you know what? I, I don't, is it something to be afraid of? Um, I think there's that side of, cause you know, there's this like Orwellian like feel to it where it's like, you know, all this big, big tech. And I think there's going to be people, there are going to be people in like probably, Quinn's generation and the people who are coming up now generation. I don't even know what the generation, but, um, there are going to be people, be people to stop that because there are going to be people who do not stand for like big tech corporate owned companies owning all this tech. And I think there will always be, it's all, it's like that, you know, the Jedi's versus, you know, the Empire or whatever. And, like, what is it? The four... Uh, why can't I think of that? Which sucks, because I like Star Wars a lot. But is that right? Yeah. Whatever. You totally get what I mean. It's just, like, that duality. Light and dark, good and evil. It's always going to be there. And it's going to be there and. You know, I just think that's the balance of the world. And when we're talking about capitalism and all this other stuff, it's like, yeah, you know, it really sucks. Um, and it's just, but we will have people there to fight against it. And I think we always will because there's just always going to be that, that, that battle and I don't even know how I got on talking to this. I'm just like, my brain is running like a million miles a minute. And I'm not equipped mentally to really talk about this because I don't want to not, I want to know what I'm talking about. But um, basically, in a nutshell, what I can tell you is most of what you're worrying about, you don't need to worry about it. Ooh, guess who's late to work? It's your girl, Kate. It sucks because... Jordan got home from work late and um, I got this like last minute call from a client, a new client who wants her hair like refreshed. She's looking for this red color that she's not getting where she normally goes and she's like, yeah, can you do this? I'm like, hell yeah, I can do that. Um, so I ran to the beauty supply store and I got all the shit that I need and for all you stylists out there listening, I don't know if you've tried it, but I just regret, like put my beautiful black little fingers on this Matrix color line for curly hair. And if you don't have it, you need to get it. Because I think that I want to... Because my boss is kind of talking about different color lines to use because we're multicultural, but we... Our most of our clientele is black or has curly hair, textured hair, whatever. So um, I'm like, hell yeah, finally somebody gives a shit about curly hair. And uh, Matrix has gone and done it again by bringing out this curly hairline. So I am here for it. It's called uh, Curl Lights. So I have a client that's coming in 
in addition to the client that I have or two clients I have already who wants to gradually go lighter kind of like a balayage so she's obviously concerned about her hair color and this is supposed to be very um, good for curly hair it's formulated for curly hair I just don't know if I want to um, add Olaplex to this because I don't know if it's going to take, I don't know if it has its own bond builder into it. I kind of feel like it would, but I could be wrong. This might be a bond builder. Lightning cream. It's a cream lightener. And then lightning accelerator cream. It's a step two. Let's take a look. Oh, it's a packet. Ooh. That's pretty cool. So, that's cool because I'll get more than one use out of all that. So, um, I'm excited to see how this goes. Maybe I'll do a no Olaplex. I don't know. Because I won't really know. Like, maybe I'll do it without Olaplex today because I won't really know if it's... I don't know. But, um, so yeah. And, uh, so... I had to stop there and then of course I had to get gas because if you're ever running late you you of course always need to be on a quarter tank when you're trying to get to wherever it is that you're going that's a prerequisite requirement when you're running late so I of course your girl had to go stop and get some gas because I was riding on fumes and now I'm speeding Luckily, I know who my first client is. It's Mr. Nelson Irizarry. And, uh, yeah, he's coming in to get a haircut. And, yeah. So, looking forward to that. Should be a good color night. I'm excited. I love doing color. It's a lot of fun. I was just watching this new color video that I get from hair... Um, behind the chair which I think is funny because behind the chair has this BTC University and so does Hairbrained Academy they have a really good one too Hairbrained is cheaper but it's funny because behind the chair kind of started up this university I would say mid-COVID or at least pre-COVID okay these people they had the nerve the gall to charge $25 a month now okay straight out of the gate absolutely not because they didn't really have the library to back up that price tag and I'm like you know we're struggling out here especially the stylists who can't really see anybody you know during COVID you know unless you're hustling behind the scenes like I was but it's just like we don't have that we don't be behind the chair we don't have that kind of money baby we need you to do something that's a lot a way more affordable than this than this is so now I get an email and I actually saw it on Facebook first that behind the chair the BTC University which is very good like they they're good um, is $10 a month now. Probably because nobody was buying that shit because it was expensive. But also with that is they they have free classes. A lot of the classes that I've signed up for are free. 
so that's always cool and I'm glad they're doing that too because they have some really good teachers on here they crack me up they're always so funny this um doing this like root melt root smudge and root tap class right now and uh, the, the stylus on there is funny like the okay so when they have a stylist on there they have somebody from behind the chair um taking questions from people watching because it's alive so it's funny because and honestly I I, I know why they're doing it because people have questions. I don't participate in the questions. Maybe I should. But I'm, I would be okay if she didn't chime in at all. But, you know, she comes in and she's like, Hey, so we have some questions from the people watching. But this time she was just like, I forget what his name is. We'll say George. She's like, Hey, George, it's blah, blah, blah from behind the chair. And she's like, he's like, Cindy, is that you? I thought I was having a stroke and I was like, ah. I don't know. It was just funny. Cause it's like, I don't know where she comes and it's just funny. I don't know. It's probably not that funny to you, but I thought it was funny. Um, so yeah, so it's cool that I get to do like stuff like that, like learning on the go. And I take my laptop to work sometimes and I'll sit while I do clients and I'll watch stuff. I really wish that the licensing board though would allow these classes to be credit classes they're not considered a credit course and that's bullshit to be honest because you're taking the class and you are learning um but i think it's just a money-making thing because if we could just pay ten dollars an hour and get all of our ceu hours where would the money be in that so i don't know but I'm just gonna get all of my all of my stuff together. Um, it's cool because they have extended the. Um, damn, I gotta do. I gotta renew my license. I just got. Um, I actually could do it now because I just finished my um, domestic violence course. So now I can go and uh, and now I can go and like renew my license. And I need to do that. ASAP because it expires the end of December and I need to, I, I want that done and out of the way before Christmas hits because I'm gonna forget about it. And I am not trying to pay for a relicensure. I don't even know what that entails anymore. Um, but yeah, so, shit, I have to text. universe kind of like reciprocates like it's crazy because I had to go help my dad which was easy it was like a tech thing like my printer it's not connected to the internet I'm like okay I got you he was I think part of that outage but he doesn't have Comcast so I don't know how that affected him but he's back online and everything but his printer wasn't working it was like disconnected probably because of that outage, whatever. So I had to go over there and I had to help him hook up the printer. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's all set up, whatever. So then I'm, I leave and then I have to go to find gloves and hats for the girls. 
and so it's getting to be the time where they have to like change classes and for the most part like they can do it like sometimes I like to put the girls in situations where they pretty much have to rely on each other and they can see that they could do stuff so like me like swimming gym like some of the moms stay there I'm like you good okay bye and I like peel out of there um so I today I had a reason that I had to be not not be there and so like I'm like you guys listen today you're gonna have to depend on each other you're gonna you know Dylan I need you to help your sisters get ready for class um I need you to blah 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 you know you guys are good they've been in the class for a few like a, over a month so it's not new and if it was new I wouldn't leave them to just fend for themselves but I'm like you know what you can you can change your clothes you can put your clothes in the locker and you can walk to your next class you got this so I was running behind and I told a friend that actually I've known for a long time one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life and I love her to death and, I, and luckily her kids are go to the same class and I'm like hey you do me a favor can you see thinking she was in there can you just like keep an eye out and if you think they need help can you just kind of like tell them what to do or whatever she's like actually I'm in my car but I'll go in there real quick I'm like shit no like you don't have to go in like don't worry about it there I'm sure they're fine they're gonna be okay but she went in there and did it anyway I'm like all right dude thank you so much like thank you um and it's so nice to be able to ask for help when you need help and have lovely wonderful people there to help you so then I finally get there and it's like 2 20 and she messages me on messenger and she's like Katie actually you know I have to go here at this place and pick up my family member because whatever and can you check on my kids and and make sure that they're okay she actually has she's like can you find so-and-so and have them help my kids or whatever I'm like yeah dude I will absolutely do that but it's just it's just like wild because it took less than 30 minutes for the for everything to be flip-flopped and that right there you know we needed each other and it's just like that's why it's like so important um humans are so important to each other and it's like not only just that but you know I, I did a haircut on one of my favorite clients ever on her and her, her husband and you know she's kind of talking to me about like her neighborhood and just like how people like you know her husband had fallen unfortunately and like he, she, you know she had to take him to the emergency room and then she was there all night long and then she had to come home early in the morning um well she took him there came home and then slept a little bit and then went back to make sure he's okay and then she was there all day and then she left and like her friend just texted her is like hey dude well, <laughs> she didn't say hey dude but that's my own addition to the story and she's like yeah you know what like I made you dinner like you want you want me to you know you want me to, you want to come get it and she's like yeah yeah I'm so tired so she goes over there and she's like, 
she was telling me like she, she, I was watching her put the food in the container and I my I must have looked exhausted because her friend was just like do you want me to put this on a plate for you and just heat it up and you can take the rest home and she's like yes I am so tired and it's just like ugh, I'm like dude that's so good that you have people you can depend on and it's kind of scary to me sometimes because I feel like you know my generation we are so goddamn antisocial like we can barely handle a phone call uh, and let alone return a text message back myself included I'm real bad with that that's just how we are I don't know so I just like but it's just like you know when you at that especially like if you get older, like, you're going to need people like that. or And it's not to say that we won't have those relationships, but we are just so, especially with technology, we are just so distant from each other, and we need each other. Um, and I hope we can kind of figure that out still. Um, because it's important, especially, like, now around the holidays. So... I'm trying to be more socially open and it's really difficult because I have hangups that I'm hung up about that I'm trying to like, dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, oops, I've been riding with my brights on for the last 20 minutes. Um, it doesn't matter. Like, it's okay. Like, and if this is what you're worried about, like, it, that doesn't matter. It's, it's the way you are or whatever. So it's really hard for me, and it's really hard to, like, call back or, or meet up with people sometimes, but really trying to, like, break my comfort zone with that. Like, so I just, I don't know. Like, I hope I can at some point not care about some of the stuff that I care about that is important but is not important. I don't know. But I'm almost to work. I made it, and I'm... Like, oh my god. See, I'm already stressed out because my client, my second client is coming in at 6.15 and I'm like, Bleh. now I'm going to throw up everywhere. Um, but it's cool because my friend, he was running behind too, so maybe we can make this work. I don't know. Here, gods be with me. I was thinking about how I have to do this, I don't know if it's today, I have to check out my calendar. Uh, yep, it's today. Okay, so today I have this um, service that I've kind of been dreading up until today. Because this girl has a lot of hair. And the last time I tried to silk press it, which is just like blow drying it and flat ironing it. Um, it took me literally almost all night and I think she just had taken her hair down from braids and just whenever anybody does that for some reason their hair is super tangled or I'm not detangling it right probably that but it was kind of a nightmare I'm not gonna lie it took forever to get her hair to the point where I could get a comb through it and it just kind of sucked a little bit so Today, I'm, I'm doing her hair again because she plays sports. Silk presses aren't really kind of like a good option is what her mom was saying. So I'm like, okay, cool. So she wants to feed in, like feed in braids and, 
And that's basically like two braids, like pig, pigtails basically, but they're added hair into it. So you have these really pretty thick braids. So I've been dreading it for a long time because I'm like, I'm kind of new at this. I haven't really done it. I've done it on the girls here and there, but not a lot. And I'm really worried that it's not going to be, you know, right or whatever. So then I got to thinking about it like literally two seconds ago. Like, like, fuck that. Like, no, I'm not going to make myself sick with worry over something that's like, I'm trying my best, you know, like, it's not going to, you know, I was just talking about the other day about how things are, you know, what you worry about most of the time doesn't really ever happen. And, you know, I'm thinking about like, okay, so you fuck it up. Okay. Then what? Okay. And then, and then, and then that's it. Like. So, that's it. What are you going to do? Like, you're just going to move on. And then you're going to learn how to do it better. And then the next time you get the opportunity to do that style, you're going to do it. And it's going to be better. And that's really the only other thing you can do besides not ever doing it again. And that's not something you'd want because you want to do the style more at work and you want to grow your skills and whatnot. So it's just like... But also, it's like... You know, open up a YouTube video. Thank God for YouTube. I swear, it's like one of my best friends. I love seeing different people do fun things with hair. And just in general, just learning shit on YouTube. It's just like, I watch YouTube more than I watch regular television. Like, or, you know, I don't have cable, but still, even like Netflix and all that other shit, I watch YouTube more because I like hearing from real people. I like, you know, seeing real people discuss things or talk about things and teach me things. And, um, so it's like, okay, just open up a YouTube video. All right, and I'll watch it a couple of times because I I feel like I'm a visual learner. I don't know if you guys know what learning style you are, but I've also heard that that whole thing is bullshit. So who knows? Who knows? All I know is I remember, and I have I remember, you know, being younger and going to Chicago or something with my friend, or taking my friends places and like the city. And having on only gone there one time, I could remember how to get there the next time. Just once. And uh, so, you know, my cousin used to take, she, I think she lived in Bucktown. She would take us down to Wicker Park, which is completely different now. It is not the Wicker Park that it is today. But I just remember her taking us down there a couple of times and... I just remember street names and I could just get there immediately, like without having to pull up a map or MapQuest. That's what it was. MapQuest. That's how you had to get your, that's how we had to get our directions. It's so funny. 
They had to print it out on MapQuest and hope the printer had ink so you could get the directions. That's funny. I forgot. Unlocked core memory. But, you know, it's cool because I think I do learn that way to the point where I need to get my hands in there and I need to see it done so that I can understand, okay, do this. Um, which is also funny because I feel like when people have been like, okay, here's what you're going to do without ever like writing it down or anything. I'm always like, oh shit, you're going to do this, this, that, and this and that. And then you're going to come and do this and do that. Okay. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I'm like two seconds later, like, I'm so sorry. What are you talking about? I, if I can't see it or put my hands on it, I cannot retain it. So I love opening up these YouTube videos and seeing these braiding videos and all this and highlighting and color videos and, and it's just my jam. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, but you're trying it. Like starting at the salon, it was really hard for me because, because of the environment that I grew up in, I had mostly white friends. I barely had any black friends. I had barely any of a black experience. So black hair just wasn't in, in my, in, in my wheelhouse as a child, as a teen, whatever. And anytime I got my hair done as a kid, my mom did learn how to do it. She did her best and she did learn how to braid. But most of the time I was taken to other people's houses to have my hair done or the shop, which was very expensive. Um, but, I mean, for good reason. I mean, these women are braiding for out, literal hours. I mean, so... But... That was kind of it. So, like, coming to the salon here, which has been the best decision I've made in my life in a long time. I was like, listen, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So, if you want to take a chance on me and teach me, that would be great. And the stuff that I've learned thus far, I am going to definitely pat myself on the back because I've learned a lot in very little time. I only started there last July and I'm already doing things that I'm surprised that I'm doing, especially in the, in the realm of color. And it's funny how when you are comfortable, it is the truth that when you are comfortable, you do not grow yourself any further, period. When I was at hair cuttery, it was definitely a job. It was a not, it was a get in there, fucking pump out all of these clients like a friggin' what is that? Like a, uh, a conveyor belt, like get them in your chair, get them out of your chair, like basic ass people. Like I'm not going to talk about the people, you know, people are people, whatever. But it's just the, it was just the, it's the vibe that hair cuttery had brought. It was just this affordable, middle class hair salon. No offense to anybody who still works there. I, but I have a right to speak my mind about my experience there. And, um, it just was this basic ass like thing. And like, you know, you, you, even like now I don't know about the training, but even the training there, I, I, I don't know. So, but I didn't, 
you know, now that I'm in a place here where I had no idea about what I was doing, it was either like figure it out or or leave. Like, and then I was like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Like, I'm not giving up on myself and I'm not giving up on my community and I'm not giving up on learning and being better and challenging myself. Like, every time that I was challenged, the only thing that I can remember was like, you know, in a year from now, you're going to be able to do this. Like, not at a year from now, but whenever. I didn't even put a timestamp on it, but I'm like, you're going to be able to do this without, and you're going to look back on how you're struggling today. And you're going to pump out some of the most beautiful work. And you're going to look back on today and you're going to be like, damn, I used to struggle with that. And I used to get caught up in like, you know, people are going to get mad if I can't do certain things. People are going to be upset with me if I can't do certain things. Dude, fuck that. You are trying. You are trying. That's something you guys got to remember too. You are trying. The fact that you're even attempting to challenge yourself and to teach yourself on your own. Because, you know, I've had people there teach me and I'm always learning from the girls there. So I'm never... And there's rarely anything anyone does without help. But I couldn't learn how to do some of these things without doing it. Like, I just can't be told even watching it you still at some point have to get in there and get your hands dirty and until you do that you'll never really find your groove on how to do things your own way and that was another thing that was another thing that tripped me up in the beginning here is because I listened to people say well I wouldn't use that I use this I think you should use this product. I think you should use this tool. I don't like those. I I personally do it like this. Which is cool. Because they're teaching you from a way, from their experience. And you should definitely learn from other people's experience. But at the same time, you are not them. So a lot of times when I was listening to that and buying certain things and doing things a certain way, it wasn't working. Because it's like... Okay, well, you have a technique with the products that you're using in a certain way. But I'm not doing it the same way because I'm not you. So I'm not going to yield the same result with the same exact things that you're using. So I I began to stop listening to that. And I started trying to figure things out in my own way based on the advice given to me by other people. So I guess all I'm saying is like, it's really nerve wracking when you're trying something new for the first time or trying to do something for someone else, like a service or those of you with businesses, those of you who are like making products for people or doing something that's out of your wheelhouse that you're afraid to do that you've never done. You know, I've just, it's just like, you know what? You're doing your best. And if they are that pressed about you attempting to make something really great for them, who has the bigger problem? You or them? If you can be patient with yourself 
And if you can pat yourself on the back for even attempting something great, then then that's all that you need to do. I'm up front. Like, for some reason, I don't know. It's It's like, for some reason, sometimes, like... I've gotten the impression that to say that you don't know how to do something is kind of not wrong, but I don't know. I just get the impression when I say that things sometimes like that at work, like I don't know how to braid. You don't know how to braid? Yeah, motherfucker, I don't know how to braid. Like, damn, am I supposed to know how to braid out of the womb? I don't know how to braid, period. What is the, the, there's somebody, actually, I'm not, so never mind. But it's just like, am I supposed to know how to braid? Do you know how to braid? That's why you're sitting in my chair or whatever. You know, like, it's like, no, dude. Like, I'm not going to be ashamed for not knowing certain things. And it's like annoying that. And and I, I'm talking not even just where, like, my experience, experiences, but in general, like, I feel like sometimes we have a hard time saying we don't know. Like, we're always supposed to have an answer on hand and ready to go for everything. And it's like, no. You know what, dude? I don't know. Especially to my kids. I, I try to make that something like... That's a, that's a homeschooling question. That's a good question. I don't know. You're not supposed to have all the answers all the time. Right? Like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not supposed to know everything. And it's okay if you don't know everything. And that's cool because, you know, at least with my kids, when we're in homeschool, mom, why does this happen? I don't know. It's a homeschooling question. It's a good idea. It's a good question. Let's find out together. Let's figure that out together. So we learn. Okay, so I'm gonna just end the podcast here, and I was gonna record more, but maybe I'll just send it over to the next one, because I was gonna talk about um, how it's important to love yourself, but the importance of having love from other people, like... Obviously, you should be happy with the person that you are and secure within yourself. But that's always easier said than done. And I don't think that means that you shouldn't desire love from other people. I think it is true that in order to um, lead a happy life or a content life, maybe, you need to be secure in yourself and and love who the person that you are and make peace with things that you don't love. Um, But just accept the many facets, I guess, of your personality or who you are. But I don't think that means that you shouldn't desire love um, and closeness with other people. So maybe I'll talk about that next here but I'm going to end this one here thank you so much for listening I hope you have a lovely rest of your weekend and I will talk to you soon